I'm Margaret Feinberg, and this is the Joycast. Hi, friends. Welcome to the new edition of the Joycast, the hap hap happiest half hour of your week. Once again, I'm your host, Margaret Feinberg, author of Taste and See. Discovering God Among Butchers, Bakers, and Fresh Food Makers, and a woman whose kitchen currently smells like burnt popcorn. Growing up, my mom's kitchen was a symphony of noise. The rhythmic beat of whipping cream, the steady knock of a stirring cookie dough, the tap-tap-tap of mincing mint. One of the sounds that stands out above the rest was the of the pressure cooker. For any of you listeners who grew up without a pressure cooker, it was an airtight pot in which the food inside was cooked quickly under intense steam pressure. On the top of the pot was this little steam release valve that rattled back and forth. Now, mom always warned me to stay away from the pressure cooker. If the seal failed for some reason or the lid was open too early, it could spray scalding hot liquid food all over the place. Plus, there were these rumors that a pressure cooker, if wrongly used, could explode. Well, it turns out those were just urban legends and not really true. Regardless, I grew up a little afraid of the pressure cooker. Maybe you did too. But what came out of the pressure cooker was so delicious. Stews and roasts and steamed artichokes that were soon dipped in butter. Because a pressure cooker makes it possible to cook in a fraction of the time, I think my mom probably used it a few times a week. Well, flash forward a few decades, and in 2008, Robert Wang became the inventor of the Instapot. Really, it's a simpler, safer version of the traditional pressure cooker. Now, this one simple device can do so much. It's a slow cooker, rice cooker, steamer, saute pan, yogurt maker, warming pot, bread maker. Uh, It'll cut your hair, trim your dog, and mow your lawn. Okay, maybe not those last three things. But if you look at the Amazon reviews, one of the words that people talk about so much when it comes to the Instapot is the word love. Now, let me be clear. This episode is not sponsored by Instapot. Though Instapot, if you'd like to sponsor it, call me. Oprah, you too. So why have people fallen in love with the Instapot? I think in part because it brings the joy of simplicity to our lives. Now, I don't know about you, but I have kitchen drawers that are filled with all kinds of spatulas and spoons, scoops, and sharp knives. I mean, there are so many that I don't even know the names of some of them. And then if you open our spice drawers or cabinets, yes, notice I said that was plural because we have so many, you're going to find exotic, hard to pronounce herbs and spices. I mean, honestly, I don't even know what to do with probably 15% of them. Why? Because somewhere along the way, I saw a recipe that required a cooking gadget or a particular spice, and I rushed out to buy it. And now I have so many. And part of this is because I think for many of us, our recipes have become increasingly complex. Sometimes we look at them and we're adding so many ingredients and flavors and special utensils. And thanks to modern shipping and refrigeration, we can all eat just about any product at any time of the year, whether it's in season or not. 
And the result is that the kitchen has become a place layered with complexity. And the Instapot, for so many of us, it's that call back to simplicity at the table. Combine some simple ingredients, press cook, and voila, a delicious meal that friends and family can savor is served. And that's why I'm so excited about today's guest. You are going to love, love, lo- love her. Coco Morante is author of The Ultimate Insta Pot Cookbook, which has 200 deliciously simple recipes for your electric pressure cooker. If you long to recapture the simplicity of life, the simplicity of joy around the table, then you can't afford to miss this episode. It's totally delish. So pull up a chair at our table and let's get started. Hey, Coco, I am so excited to have you on the Joycast. Me too, Margaret. Thank you for having me. So like so many of our listeners, uh, we have an Instapot. But just in case, there may be somebody who may not know about this incredible kitchen phenomena and tool. Can you explain to them what an Instapot is? Um, Yeah, an Instant Pot is a programmable electric pressure cooker. So it uh, it works. It cooks with pressure, and it's a plug-in device. So it sits on your countertop, um, and it's sort of an interesting and convenient thing. It has a lot of the same functions as a slow cooker, which more people are familiar with, uh, except that it cooks a lot faster. Now, I've read in Taste Magazine about you, how you became enamored with the Instant Pot. Can you can you share this story for, with our listeners? Yeah. Um, Let's see. In December of 2014, um, I had some some gigs singing over the Christmas season. Um, I'm also a classically trained singer in addition to, to being a recipe developer. So I was stuck at home while my husband was uh, going to visit his family for the holidays. Um, and as a surprise to make me feel better about uh, being by myself, he bought me all of the things on my Amazon wish list. <laughs> so, I love your husband. That's a good husband. He is. He's a good guy. <laughs> so under the Christmas tree, there are all these blue wrapped presents. And one of them was the instant pot that I had put on my list after uh, my friend Michelle Nom Nom Paleo told me how amazing it was and that I absolutely had to have one. So explain to us just for why, when we're pressed for time, why is the Instant Pot such a game changer? Um, I think one of the, the best things about it, it's not necessarily that the food cooks instantly, like like the name might make you think. Um, but once you've put all the ingredients in the pot and you press a program setting, you get to walk away. So um, while the food is cooking, you have a lot of flexibility. It, it finishes cooking really, really quickly because of the pressure cooking technology. But if you're not there right when the program ends, it'll keep warm for 10 hours. So that's pretty magical. Yeah, really convenient and allows you to be really flexible with your cooking. 
Now, you suddenly, you got this gift, and the next thing you know, you're publishing a cookbook. <laughs> how, how did you, how did you, I mean, you must have really fallen in love with this device. Yeah. Uh, well, I had wanted to write a cookbook for some time. Um, I'd been a freelance recipe developer and food writer since 2011. Um, and once I got an Instant Pot and started playing with it, it was just a totally natural fit uh, to use that as the subject for my cookbook. When um, when I first got it, I also started a Facebook page for just posting my own recipes and other bloggers' recipes uh, for the Instant Pot so I could keep track of what people were doing with theirs because it, it was pretty new at the time. Um, there weren't you know, a lot of resources for it yet except for creative bloggers and word of mouth. So my Facebook page grew a ton and that ended up giving me a really good platform for writing a cookbook too. So that was uh, some good timing and, and good luck. I love it. And and now you've actually just released a second one called The Ultimate Instant Pot. It's, it's another recipe cookbook that is phenomenal. What is, by the way, it is, congratulations, it is selling like gangbusters on Amazon. So well done. But what is the difference for our listeners between those two cookbooks? Yeah, so uh, my first cookbook, the Essential Instant Pot Cookbook, is uh, 75 recipes and a section of pantry staples. Um, and so it's it covers all of the basics. And then the Ultimate Instant Pot Cookbook is like the jumbo Bible of cookbooks for the Instant Pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything you could ever want to make in there. Um, it covers all of the classics, different you know, side dishes and comfort foods and all the things you could think to make in there, as well as different cheesecakes and desserts. Um, and I also expanded uh, the content for Ultimate. So uh, it includes a chapter with canning recipes. Um, so things like jams, jellies, and pickles. Um, and we didn't include those in the first book. Um, and then we also put seafood recipes in the Ultimate Instant Pot Cookbook. Took me a while to figure out my favorite techniques for cooking seafood because that can be a little mm. tricky. So I'm excited that those are in ultimate. So for some of our listeners and myself, what are some of the the most surprising things that you can cook in an Instapot? The things that I would never in a billion years think of? <laughs> well, I think um, one of the things that is a big wow for most people is cheesecake. So it's a surprising one. It, it always comes out really silky. It's impossible to dry it out or end up with a cracked cheesecake. They're always really smooth and perfect. Um, so that's, that's been the one that always gets lots of excitement. Um, and I've developed a ton of cheesecake recipes on my blog and in my cookbooks. And yeah, those are really fun. That's awesome. Are there any particular Insta Instant Pot hack techniques that you may have? Things that people maybe already have an Instant Pot and they're thinking, "Well, I didn't I didn't know I could think about it that way. I didn't know that I could maybe maybe try that or uh like you said canning. Um any hack techniques that might be helpful to our listeners?" Um yeah, I think uh when you first get the Instant Pot, you don't really need any extra accessories to cook basics like soups and stews and braised meats. But if you want to start getting creative with it, there are all kinds of different uh, little pots and dishes and pans that you can buy that fit inside the pot. And that allows you to cook a lot more things. Um, so that technique is called pot in pot or P-I-P, <laughs> P <-I> <laughs> some people call it. So 
um, you're able to do something like chicken in the main pot, and then you put a little raised rack and you can cook a bowl of rice right on top at the same time. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. So one of the questions, and I don't know if you have any of these that you can share, but have, is, there, is there any Instapot uh, disaster stories or recipes that maybe you've experienced or that you've tried and went, oh, oh, do not do that? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I definitely have, you know, experimented a lot with the Instant Pot and had more successes than failures. But when you're doing pressure cooking, the, the failures can be pretty epic. Um, <laughs> so my um, the first thing that I learned to absolutely be careful about are foods that can expand or foam when they're cooking. So um, that's something like um, like an applesauce. So not that this has ever happened to me before, but you know, <laughs> if, if you're cooking a full pot of applesauce and you try to release the pressure really quickly, you might have cabinets that are just completely splattered with apples. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty amazing. That sounds super. And who's the friend that we hear barking in the background? Oh, that is my beagle. <laughs> yeah, oh. beagle Brendan. So I hopefully he he calms down out there. He always likes to join in when I'm on a on a call. <laughs> He's just right part of us. So in this inaugural season of the Joycast, um, we are talking about joys of the table. And I think part of the reason that I was drawn to you and your cookbook and, and the Instant Pot is is not just that it, what it does to speed up cu- cooking, but in some ways it, it adds this layer of simplicity or can invite us back into simplicity in our lives. I mean, again, there's not other than a few little things, there's not 14 pots and pans to scrub when we're done. Why do you think the Instant Pot has caught on so much and and why do you think people are so hunger hungry for that kind of simplicity i mean i think we we live really busy busy lives most of us um especially if you're balancing work and family and trying to get healthy meals on the table um and that it was really the impetus for uh, robert wang the the founder of the company to develop the machine he had a busy life and a family and they wanted to get away from, from cooking takeout or sorry, from ordering takeout and they wanted to cook meals at home. Um, and it really does make it very simple. Um, the recipes in my book tell you, you know, exactly which buttons to press and exactly how many minutes you can expect the food to be uh, cooking in the pot. So it just really simplifies the whole thing. It takes kind of the mystery and, uh, maybe intimidation out of out of cooking, and of course, there's less mess because everything cooks in one pot, so that's always great. How does the simplicity, as far as maybe fewer ingredients? I mean, I have a billion tools, cooking tools, spices. I have just it. Our, our cabinets literally are busting at the seams because we get so excited about new recipes and trying things. But at the same time, in an InstaPot, it's a limited amount of space. It, it's a limited you know, sometimes number of ingredients and you can create incredible things with, with just simplicity. How has this affected maybe your time around the table with your family? Well, right now it's just me and my husband and our, our barking beagle. So, (laughs) um, just the two of us at the table, but, um, I will say it's really nice when, uh, he comes home from work and I've been working on recipe development all day. And if there's something going in the pot, we can just hang out and talk in the kitchen for a little while while it's doing its thing. Um, so that makes 
our evenings really nice. I love that. For my husband, Leif, and I, it's the same way. Uh, it's it's us. And then we have a cute little puppy named Hershey, who at this moment is being quiet, which is kind of fantastic. But it is that sense. And we got an Instapot. And what we found was just the sense that it, it was quick. It was last minute. Sometimes we get home. We're rushed. We've put in long days. And and you know what? We just, we, we wait, it's six o'clock and we're like, what are we going to eat? And in 45 minutes after, you know, chopping up a couple things, throwing it in, something magical, hot, warm, uh, and comforting comes out of that. Let me ask you, if you had one model of the Instant Pot to recommend, which one would it be? Hmm, let's see. Well, can I, can I do two? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, first of all, the six quart size is by far the most popular size of Instant Pot and the one that most recipes are written for. So if you're waffling back and forth between different sizes, I would just go with the six quart. Um, No brainer there. And then as far as which model to get, I know there's a handful of different ones, different names, and there's, you know, seven in one, 10 in one, (laughs) all of this terminology. Um, I think if you're on a budget, the um the one I would go with is the Duo 60 or the Duo 6-Quart Instant Pot. Um, that one is a total workhorse. It's really dependable. It's got um, a great lid design, which I, I think is really important. They, they really improved the lids as they were developing the Instant Pots. And um, the Duo is kind of the, the least expensive model that has enough capabilities where you can make any recipe you read on the internet. It has um, like a yogurt function and low pressure and high pressure settings. Uh, so the, yeah, the Duo 60 has everything you need. Um, if you really want to splurge and get the fancy one, the Ultra is my favorite um, in that category. So it's also a six quart, or at least uh, it comes it comes in a six quart model. And uh, that one has a few more cool features. It's the interface is really slick. It has just a universal dial in the front instead of uh, buttons. And so that that makes it just, you know, really fit in with a nice modern kitchen. If, if you like the aesthetic, it's really pretty. Um, and the lid is foolproof. It's it, you don't have to set it to the ceiling position because it automatically does that when you close it. Okay. So uh, for listeners and myself, we're just kind of curious, can you throw out just, and I know it varies and things are on sale, but can you give me some price points, you know, w- for both of those? So we just kind of have a ballpark. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, this is just shooting from the hip here, but uh, the Duo 60 is usually around a hundred, but I've seen it on sale for as low as 80 or maybe even 70 something. So watch out for prime day sales and Cyber Monday sales, there are always, always those that come around at different times of the year. And the Instant Pots are invariably on some kind of special on those days. They always have at least one model on special. And then, um, let's see. And the Ultra, um, that one retails, I think the, the list price is $149. Um, but again, those go on sale too. I, I think they were around 110 
uh, or 120 recently. Amazing. Amazing. So something that we always like to do here on the Joycast just before we finish up is to get our guest's favorite recipe or dish. And for you, you literally have hundreds to choose from. So I'm <laughs> curious which one you're going to pick. <laughs> I know it, it's really hard to pick. Um, there are so many meals that we've enjoyed here, but um, one of my absolute favorites are the porcupine meatballs, which are in my newest book in the Ultimate Instant Pot Cookbook. Um, and you may have heard of those before. They're um, they're originally a, a Betty Crocker recipe from decades ago. What? Yeah, what? I've never heard of them. I'm sorry, I'm 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 out of the loop. I've never heard of a porcupine. What? Yeah, so they no no porcupines are harmed in the making of porcupine meatballs. They're um, <laughs> they're called that because they have um, you cook rice inside the meatballs. So as they cook, the rice expands and kind of pokes out like little porcupine spines. Okay, those sound delicious. Do you serve them over a rice? Do you serve them on on game day? Do you serve them with pasta? What what? How do we serve those? Uh, well, my favorite way is kind of to go full Betty Crocker and just heat up some frozen mixed vegetables in the microwave when uh, when the meatballs are about to be done. So it's a really easy, complete meal because you've got the rice and the meat all in the meatballs themselves and then vegetables alongside. And so the good news for all of you who are listening is we have that full recipe and all you have to do to get it is log on to margaretfeinberg.com forward slash joycast and you're going to find the recipe, all the show notes and ways to connect with Coco, her blog and her latest cookbooks, which are absolutely scrumptious. Thank you so much for being with us on the Joycast. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Joycast. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to dive deeper into the unexpected joys awaiting you around your table, check out my new book and Bible study, Taste and See, Discovering God Among Butchers, Bakers, and Fresh Food Makers. These resources will help you savor your life, nourish your friendships, and embark on your greatest faith adventure. You can purchase them at your favorite retailer or margaretfeinbergstore.com. If you do, reach out to me on social media or my website and let me know what you think. Until we meet again, bon appetit and amen.